Hello and welcome to another episode of the Small Town Tourist Podcast, where we experience and explore everything that makes small towns great. I'm your host, Abby Graves, and today we are branching out from Minnesota. We are talking to someone from Wisconsin today. We're hanging out with Whitney Meza. Now, Whitney has just an incredible story. She has actually been to every single quick trip in Wisconsin on her motorcycle, and she did it all in a very short amount of time. Her story is so impressive, and I just think that she's so cool. Not only did she do this, but she's also a mom and a wife and she's got a full-time job and a part-time job and she does this social media influencing on the side. She's an ambassador for Quick Trip. She's got a lot going on. She's my kind of woman and I'm so excited that we got to sit down and have a chat today and just so happens that we found out we were actually in the same place at the same time about six months ago. We'll get to more of that coming up here in the episode but thanks for checking it out. Be sure that you go and follow Whitney on all of her social media channels. We have them linked in the episode description below. Please enjoy our time hanging out with Whitney Mesa. So come on home, claim your throne when life gets you down It's nice to know there's somewhere to go when folks care about you We can't give you the world, but we'll give you ground Cause you're the queen of our hometown We start every podcast, I will have you give your name where you're from, and what you do. First name, Whitney. Last name, Mesa. I am located central Wisconsin, near the Oshkosh area. Uh, small town of Ripon. It was my college, my college town. And I am a social media manager for Destination Door County, a wedding photographer, and a motorcycle or pretty much long-distance endurance rider. So those are the three main. That is so cool. (laughs) I love people when they have multiple answers to that question because I'm like, that means you got a lot to talk about. It's loaded. (laughs) It's a loaded question. Yeah. (laughs) Or a loaded title, I should say. So I want to start out with the uh, motorcycle side of things here because that's how I came across your page. I was scrolling through Instagram and Quick Trip shared a post and it was just a picture of a fistful of receipts outside of a Quick Trip and a motorcycle. And when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, so some dude is doing this, whatever. And as I'm scrolling through reading more about the story, I'm like, no, this is a badass woman. And that makes it so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was 546 receipts within 11 days of quick trip items, gas, pretty much, and some breakfast, lunch, and dinner. (laughs) That's so cool. So how did this project come to be? How did you just wake up and decide, I want to go to every quick trip? (laughs) So I, you know, um, if you're a Quick Trip Rewards member, at the end of the year, they send you kind of a review of like, here's what tier you are as far as visits go. These are your top items. This is when you visited the most frequently, whatever. I got that um, email and I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I need to update my status. Like I need to go to the next level. And I want to visit all of the Wisconsin Quick Trips. That was my original goal back in 2020 timeframe. And another um, ambassador, Cassandra, had actually done that during that time. But I'm a long-distance endurance rider, and I was like, this is the best way to kind of marry the two. I'm consistently on my bike, and I can go visit all of the quick trips, and I can do it, like, nonstop. Because I know she did hers throughout the entire year. Like, this just takes it to a whole other level for my benefit, but then also just to say that no one has ever done something like this before. So, Yeah. So cool. So when did you start and when did you, did you finish? 
Um, May 7th, I took off at like four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, probably four o'clock. I think I was too anxious. And then I technically finished on May 17th. I probably could have finished May 16th already, but I had some interviews scheduled for that morning. So it's like, all right, we're going to do the 11 days because that's where that where it works. So <laughs> That's just so crazy. So, and to top this all off, you're also a mom. So you have children to worry about Correct. too. Yes. <laughs> Two little ones and a military wife. So my hands are, my hands are in all different directions as far as what is needed for me at any point of time of day. <laughs> but you still made time to do this project and accomplish a goal, which I think is so cool. Yes. This is the best way I can use my PTO, my pay time off, because there's some individuals like I could have used my vacation time better. And I was like, you know what, but I can't like, if I'm on the bike, and I'm going to pretty much my second home, which feels like it's quick trip, because every time I go to get gas or get something like that is where I gravitate to if I'm in the Midwest. And so it just it worked out. And it was the best way to to use up that time. How'd you go about, how'd you go about routing your trip? Did you want to hit all the stops in your hometown first? Did you want to do those last? What was kind of your game plan? So my original goal when I first started was to visit all of the quick trips. So that's the quick trips, the quick stars, the quick spirits, the stop and goes, the tobacco ones, like literally every location. And I thought, okay, I wanted to do the Wisconsin state for sure. Like that's what I wanted to, but I knew all of these other ones were hanging out there. And I was like, all right, well, Let's just start with this. So there was 852 of those locations. I took the store list from the Quick Trip website, pretty much took all of those waypoints, put them into a Google map, and went, okay, well, I live here, so I'm just going to circle around, and then I end up, like, somewhere Milwaukee area. And then that next day, I just, like, okay, I'm going to finish up the rest of the southern portion, make my way to Madison. It was just kind of sporadic and chaotic. I was like, okay, this is the general direction we're going to go and route. And maybe it was the most effective way, but or efficient way, but it worked <laughs> to a point. I, when I first started my route, this is where I had originally planned to do all of them. After day three, I realized that the routing and the timing that I had set out was like not going to cut it unless I was riding literally like 24 hours a day. I just couldn't keep up with it all. So I was like, okay, if I, I need to scale back and pivot. And just, I was in the southernmost portion of Iowa and made my way back to Wisconsin to do all of the Wisconsin ones. Cause I knew we could do that within the 11 day mark. So yeah, it was a little bit of just, all right, let's, let's just try this out and see if it works. <laughs> didn't have anything to go off of besides just my own intuition. Yeah, this is riding. something that I don't think anyone's ever done before. No, not quite. <laughs> Cassandra had done it in 2020, but she had spread hers out throughout the entire year. So like she would go on weekends and she would go for like a longer period of time and hit up some. But like from a consistent standpoint, no one has went from sun up in the morning pretty much before sunrise all the way through sunset to stop at every single one yeah <laughs> it's so cool you're just out here trailblazing like it's no big deal <laughs> I love it that's that's the fun part it was like nobody has ever accomplished that and I wanted to see if I could do it one I could definitely do all the Wisconsin ones but now I've got 306 plus whatever shows up within the next however many months because I know we're getting out of, out into South Dakota as well I've got those lingering that I'm going to definitely be able to um, check them all off the list. Hopefully by the end of the year, 
we'll see. <laughs> it's going to be a busy summer for you. <laughs> it is. It is. It's going to be worth it, though. So how did you get started riding motorcycles? So my father brought me to like my middle school basketball games on the bike and I just kind of always had a passion for it or an interest in it, but I didn't really look into actually purchasing a motorcycle until my husband and I were freshly married. We had some extra income and we're like, you know what, why not? Let's try this out and see. And it was me pushing him into a dealership one day and we walked out that same day with the bike and the gear and the whole nine yards and it. Um, there has been some roadblocks and some challenges just because with the littles at home, I kind of took a step back. But after I had my second, my daughter, I just went full like, okay, nothing's nothing's holding me back now. I'm going to, I'm going to ride and I'm going to ride for as long as possible. (laughs) That's so cool. Does your husband ride too? He does. Um, he doesn't have his motorcycle anymore, but he, he likes to trick out his truck and do the whole, that whole side of it, but he'll ride with me whenever we go to different locations or different places that we can ride motorcycles, but he doesn't like it as much as I do. Okay. <laughs> it's important to have things that you're passionate about. You don't have to do everything together as a couple. Exactly. Exactly. But we do have that in common. So like when we go explore new, new places or new states, we'll try to find a rental spot to at least get some miles in for the day and explore that way. It's the best way to, to do it. And he knows that because that's how I would prefer to yeah. vacation. <laughs> happy wife, happy life, right? Exactly. <laughs> So when you say like long distance and endurance riding, what makes that different than just like your average person hopping on a motorcycle? So I go by, it's a group called the Iron Butt Association, and that is a long distance endurance group that promotes safe riding for that long period of time. Because there's some um, individuals that kind of push the limits and push the boundaries of it, but this is within a safe, safe mark. So considered for them, the like shortest one is a thousand miles in 24 hours on a motorcycle. So that's what I completed in 2020. And then I just took it to whole nother levels the next couple of years after that. (laughs) That is so many miles in such a short amount of time. A thousand miles. Yep. A thousand miles in 24 hours or less. I'm blown away by this. I'm just like picturing in my head, like where's 500 miles from here? Cause I'd have to like, literally you could go all the way down to Texas for a thousand miles and back, or like I could go to Tennessee and back for a day and that would be a thousand miles. Holy cow. <laughs> yep. That's wild. I knew you were badass, but now you're like double, triple times badass. <laughs> so when I first did it in 2020, I rode um, my Sportster all around Lake Michigan. And I kind of went up to Munising because I had to eat up a couple more miles. So I did that trip, which was pretty much a thousand miles in 24 hours. The next year following the bike that I currently have, I actually worked with Harley Davidson corporate and used that bike because it was kind of an employee demo bike. And I rode that all 48 states within eight days. And then my birthday, the next following winter, I did coast to coast in two days. So there's, it's always just one step up farther of like, what else can I do? What else can I accomplish on a bike? That is so cool. I'm like nerding out right now. I think this is just so awesome. (laughs) It's a different niche of motorcycling. Yes, you've got the racing side and the dirt biking side from that end. But the long distance endurance one is just something a little bit different. And it fits like where I fall within my passion for motorcycling. Like as, as long as I possibly can be on a bike and just riding, that's where I would love to be. So 
I can see why you have so many followers on Instagram, like 9,000 some people following your story because this is just fascinating and it's so cool to see a woman and a mom going out there and following her projects and putting her passions out there for the world to see and to follow along with. Like, I think the world needs more of that. I don't want to have like motherhood or things like that set me back. And there's individuals that I've talked to that have waited until their kids were grown out of the house and they finally pursued what they were interested in. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not letting those years just fly by. Like, that's not how I want to take it. And they know, my kids know that like, this is my passion. So when they picture me, they picture me on the bike without hesitation, no questions. Like, this is just something I, I love to do. And at least they know, like, I'm going out there and trying to do the best I can and see what I'm capable of. So it's cool. Well, and it's setting such a good example for them, too, because when they become teenagers and then adults, they're going to be like, well, my mom did this. So I can I know I can do it, too. Absolutely. One of them's already asking to be on the bike for longer time frames. And I was like, oh, we'll just take you to school. And eventually we'll get to the point where the, he might take along for some of those long distance rallies or riding or something like that. What I dream about is going out taking like a thousand, 2000 mile trip with him and going to see different national parks or something like that. Like he loves, loves exploring and is my little like travel buddy. So I'm just waiting for the day. We just gotta, we gotta get a little, little older yet. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and what a good memory. Like I remember my dad had a motorcycle when I was young and he'd oh, cool. like, I'd probably be like five, six and he'd drive me to daycare, mm-hmm. which was like just down the road on it. I loved exactly. doing that. It was so fun. <laughs> like my dad dropped me up on a motorcycle today. How cool is, is that? They were, oh, my kids are so excited when I pick them up from school, too. Like, I can see my little, my son's head just bopping up and down with his backpack. He's like, mom's here, mom's here. And my daughter consistently asks, go, can we go two more times? Because I'll take her just around the block because she's little enough where she's got the squirrel moments that I don't quite trust like going any farther than what's necessary on it but I know we'll get to that point they love it and they get off the bike and they're I want to say lethargic but they're kind of just in their own little space like this is good yeah they're like zen yes absolutely that's a good way to put it let's kind of pivot here so motorcycles big passion you're also a wedding photographer correct yep um throughout the pretty much Wisconsin I go all the way up to the north woods all the way down to south over to lacrosse area wherever i can photograph weddings i love doing that kind of as my second job like i don't want to say it's just a part-time position because it's a really a full-time effort on the like every single weekend in june is booked up with weddings but it's just something i have loved to do for the last t- over 10 years now, oh wow crazy to put a crazy to put a year into that number so was yep. it just a matter of getting a camera and saying, I want to give this a try, and it just turned Pretty into much. a 10-plus year project? It did. So two of my friends got engaged. We took their engagement photos at Lambeau Field, kind of did a tour, and the tour guide looked at us like, you're not really here for the information. Like, we were there to do the photos, which kind of wasn't the best way to go about it, but either way. We did the photographs outside of Lambeau Field, and then I posted them on social media, and it kind of just took off from there. Like, they knew before I knew that this is something I wanted to do, and I love I love getting to know, the like, my clients and also, like, their families and their friends. Like, when I leave the wedding day, it's kind of like, oh, all right, <laughs> I'm done for today. It's super fun. It's such a huge part of the wedding day. I literally got back today from a wedding in Solon Springs, Wisconsin. We were at the atrium there. Oh, cool. And uh, the wedding photographer, they're there with everyone all day. It's such a huge part of it. You may kind of know them or they might be a friend of yours, but it's just like you become family for a day. 
<laughs> by the end of it i'm friends with the mom like the moms and the dads and the grandparents and all of that it just it it makes it doesn't feel like work to me until i have to sit down at my computer and go through that uh thousands of photos like depending <laughs> on the day like that's the hard where the hard work kind of comes into it but it's it's so worth it and it's fun to kind of be in those celebratory moments for my clients it's I don't know I can't get enough of it <laughs> it's their happiest day of their life why would you not want to be it part really of that is. it really is so. so how do you juggle doing wedding photography and the motorcycle passion because those two seasons are the same seasons and they're, they're limited so in the midwest hard. they're so hard so I can't choose my wedding dates for my clients unfortunately so I'm pretty much know where or when I'm photographing through it that next year so I've got those time blocked off and then my husband and I will go into the calendar and literally go do not book anything this weekend so we'll have our time together and then whatever time remains as far as lingering weekends or even during the week if I can take PTO off that's when I'll like put in that time to motorcycle like as much as I would love to be out on a daily basis like I don't have that luxury but when I go and go and do these type of rides like I am fully invested and take it like to the next level that I can just like okay I've got a limited amount of time I'm gonna ride for as long as I can that's how my mentality works for that <laughs> that's so cool how did your partnership with quick trip come about being one of their ambassadors oh gosh um around 2019 time frame I just took ownership of my sportster that I had and just from a natural like being on social media, I went to go get the the brownie cookies. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. <laughs> so good. So good. And one of my weaknesses. So I went and just like, I was really craving them one day. So I went and I had to get gas. I got gas. I got a cookie. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post this up because I wanted to post something on social. So I posted it. And within like that next day or two, it was, they were kind of creating an ambassador program. I don't know if they do something similar now, but this was a handful of years ago. And so from then on, I was kind of just included into this ambassadorship or some kind of program to help promote Quick Trip and the products that they've got going on. And so from then on, I've just kind of consistently stayed in touch with them. And then as this idea popped into my head in 2020, I finally had the chance to take it on here in 2023. So yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> Did you get to go to media day last November? It did. It I was, was there so too. Fun. Oh, dang it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we were in the same room at the same time. We were. It was so cool. Have you been there before? I've never experienced no, headquarters. That was my first okay. time. And I felt like yes. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. It was. It literally was. Like every single thing, I'm just like, this is incredible. This is awesome. And it made me appreciate when all of these products come to the actual store locations too. It's like there is so much more that goes into it that I'm like, okay, I, I get it. I understand and like I fully support what they're trying to uh, create and put out. So for me, it was it was so cool. <laughs> yeah, just the care that goes into the product. Like they, you just think about how many quick trips there are, even just in your own area, yes. and the fact that over eight hundred for sure. <laughs> yeah, care goes into every single product that they put on the shelves that has their exactly. name on it, which I think mm -hmm. is so special and just adds that personal touch. And I will go out of my way to go to a quick trip because of it. Yes. My husband knows if we are in the vehicle and we are low on gas, he won't even look at me anymore. He goes, where's the nearest one? I was like, it's right over there. Or it's two miles <laughs> up the road there. Take this next exit. Like I won't go anywhere else. And he knows that. And even my kids do too. Like this is 
just something that's ingrained in all of them. (laughs) That's how it should be. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It's super fun. So my parents live an hour north of the St. Cloud area, and they don't have a quick trip there. I'm hoping they get one, but it just hasn't happened yet. So what happens is I will mule things home for them. Like when bacon's on sale, I'll pick up bacon for them. I bring my dad glazers. My mom (laughs) desperately wanted they had the cute little coffee cup air fresheners. Oh, yes. I actually have one, right? Oh, I do have one. Yeah. I bought it during my time. (laughs) Super cute. And my mom's like, she saw a TikTok I made of mine, and she's like, well, I want one too. So I got her one for Mother's Day. (laughs) That's perfect. That is. That's awesome. It's kind of like, so as my my in-laws live in Tennessee as well, so like whatever we can bring down with us to them, because they were originally from this area too, or know of the stuff that whatever we can on holiday seasons, we cart down with us some of the stuff doesn't make it like the glazers and the donuts as much as we think it will (laughs) it's hard to resist when the cars smell like glazers they're gonna disappear so hard and my kids don't have any um holding them back as far as sugar goes for donuts (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so great it's so nice to talk to someone else who's like a nerd for quick trip as much as I am because we've we've got this level of understanding already that just it's kind of bridge that gap (laughs) exactly (laughs) this is so great I'm so glad you could make time to chat with me today it's for those of you listening we're recording on a Saturday afternoon which is like peak busy hour for everyone on the planet (laughs) so I'm so glad that we were able to make it but make this work it's worth it for me (laughs) that's great I love hearing that so before we wrap this up here uh, where can everyone follow along with all of your different adventures that you have um, so it's the same handle on all of my platforms. It's my first part of my first name. So which W-H-I-T and then Meza is my last name. I'm E-Z-A. So Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. I have a Twitter account, but it's kind of there and same with the Facebook. But for the most part, I'm more most active on Instagram, YouTube and TikTok. Awesome. So, trying to make it easier. But, yeah, you got to try to just get every handle you can that matches. <laughs> it is. And I'm a social media coordinator by day. So for me, I'm like, this is just, it's, yep, no brainer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And one last question. What is your go-to item to buy at Quick Trip? Oh, depends on the day, but it like, no matter what, I always get the sausage, egg, and cheese croissant. Like for that, when I did the motor, moto takeover with Quick Trip, that was like a staple within every single day. Like I had to have it. And it would, could it be breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Doesn't matter the time of day. So that would be my go-to for sure. And then the chicken strips, they are just, they're good. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> any of the hot food I'll take. Cause it's like if you compare it to any other gas station, because I've been to a handful of ones throughout the entire country, that it's nothing really compares to compares to that so (laughs) nothing can hold a candle to quick trip really not nope (laughs) (laughs) well Whitney thank you so much for doing this with me I I truly appreciate it and I can't wait to keep following along with all of your motorcycle adventures summer is just getting started I'm gonna be on Instagram every day looking for new content (laughs) exactly and I'll be over in your area and I'll let you know when I'm in Minnesota to do all of those because they are just sitting there waiting and I can't not let them just it so I have to be over there shortly because I haven't ridden much of that state yet and I need to. Perfect. Let me know when you're in the St. Cloud area. We'll meet at a quick trip. Done. That'll <laughs> be perfect. <laughs> 
Thank you, dear. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Small Town Tourist Podcast. Our theme song is Queen of Our Hometown by Rachel McIntyre-Smith. You can find the song wherever you stream music and be sure you follow Rachel at Rachel McIntyre-Smith on all social media platforms and visit her website, rachelmcintyresmith.com. If you're looking for more content from the Small Town Tourist, you can always check out the blog, thesmalltowntourist.com. And of course, follow along on Instagram and Facebook at the small town tourist. And if you have any suggestions of people to talk to or places to go, I would love to hear them. Go ahead and email me, abby at the small town tourist.com.